You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. Today, the conclusion of a two-part visit with the acclaimed performer and songwriter Mickey Grant. Grant is best remembered for her Broadway score to Don't Bother Me, I Can't Cope and her three amazing songs in Working. This program was originally broadcast in 1980. Was it Vinette Carroll's idea uh, to develop a musical theater piece based on the writings of Lewis Carroll? Yeah. Uh In fact... um, it was a dream of hers long before I met her. Um, she initially tackled it at City Center, uh-huh. and it was called But Never Jam Today. You know that line that uh, the White Queen has, yeah, jam yesterday, jam tomorrow, but never jam today. You know? <laughs> so in other words, you never get any. <laughs> you know? She always wanted to do a full-scale production, and she started talking to, to me about it shortly after we did uh, Cope. Now, I had read Alice in Wonderland as a child, and it didn't turn me on, all these silly folks, you know, silly things happening. And I kept saying, ah, who wants to do, you know. So finally she sent me a book of the annotated Alice. And of course put very complimentary things in back to my favorite composer and all that. So, you know, then I (laughs) (laughs) And I read it and and it was like reading it anew. It you know those magical things that are a completely different experience when we're kids. And and I said, This is not a kid's book (laughs) You know? Yeah. It was was an awakening and I uh, adore pieces of literature like that. Yeah. That, that have two you know, distinct levels almost. Right. You know. So then it became a challenge. It became a challenge because if we were going to use a Carol's, uh, Lewis Carroll's poetry and writings and what have you, and mine, you know, the, how to blend them and how to, to, to match the wits and how to, you know. Uh, and I just enjoy doing it. Were all the um, songs you wrote for that show based on specific moments in mm-hmm. Alice or writings of Carol? 
Yeah. They were. Everyone. Tell me about two of the songs, uh, a song called Consider and a song called It's Lonely. When we started doing the show, it was pure Lewis Carroll um, in terms of the book. But um, somewhere along the line, the concept changed and Alice became um, a 16-year-old uh, celebrating her birthday. But anyway, there's a moment when she finds herself in this strange place, having just gone through um, this <laughs> funny, crazy conversation with the White Queen. And she's on the verge of tears and says, it's so lonely here. And it's really lonely because she doesn't know these people or understand things go backwards instead of forwards. And so any place where you are where you feel like a stranger, it's lonely. And I have often said that in terms of my, myself, my own personality, I can be alone um, for days and weeks if I'm in a good frame of mind because then you're just alone. But there's another whole feeling about being lonely, you know? Right. And that's, that's what uh, turned me on, that line when she says, it's so lonely here. Looking for someone to 
consider it comes toward the end. When I wrote it, I wrote it for Alice. It became the two queens uh, songs at the very end, after she's crowned and she gets to the end of the chess game and she is crowned and she says, oh, I'm a queen, you know. When I originally wrote it, she was looking in the mirror at her crown and she sings, well, little girl, you're not so little anymore. You know, no more peeking through keyholes, you finally open the door. Consider how you started out. Well, the, the word consider, when the white queen says to her, uh, when she starts to cry. Consider what a big girl you are. Consider how far you've come. Consider, just consider anything, just don't cry. You know, and, and the use of the word consider over is what uh, put the idea in my head. Well, little girl, you're not so little anymore. No more. Consider how you started out Consider A stranger to what life's about Consider You listened to that distant drum And from the pie you pulled a plum Considering where you You've come forth. Consider all the lessons learned. Consider the bridges crossed, the bridges burned. Consider the horns you raised that wouldn't blow, the friends you knew but didn't know. Consider how far you had to go and look, look where you are. Life is a game of chess that you learned how to play by watching the winners and losers and learning the rules along the way. Just a rank beginner you played it like a winner now who can blame you for feeling like a queen now that your innocence has fled consider the roads that still lie up ahead. Consider, you made it to that final square. You finally become aware of who you are. Now you are on your way. Hey, little girl.
there any other numbers in that show that you really like or that are very special to you? Yeah, well, I did a number for Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> What's and it it's called? A very contemporary um, rock number. It's called Working for the Man. We used twins, actual twins, in this role. It became Tweedledee and Tweedledum's song. But actually, it was written for the workmen who were setting up the, the tent for the croquet game, you know, when they have the croquet game. And they have the workmen out there. And uh, they're talking so tough. And yeah, I want a queen of the red. This is for the red king and queen. And blah, 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 blah. And suddenly the queen enters, and they're prostrating on the floor. You know, that game you play with people. Uh -huh. uh, you bow and scrape when uh -huh. it's time. And so I wrote this number called Working for the Man. Working for the man, he is like working in showbiz, because putting on a show is like working for the man is, you know. <laughs> so oh, then they fun. go, and it's, it, they really did it up, the two guys who did it. Goodness, what a state your hair is in. 
Oh, the brush got entangled in it, and I lost the comb. I lost the comb yesterday. Oh, really, you should have a maid. Oh, I'm sure I'd take you with pleasure. Two dollars a week and jam every other day. I don't want you to hire me, and I don't care for jam, thank you. It's very good jam. Well, I don't care for any today at any rate. Well, you couldn't have it if you did want it. The rule is jam tomorrow and jam yesterday, but never jam today. But never jam today. Hmm, how true. Alice Ghostly as the White Queen and Debbie Allen as Alice in a scene from Alice, a show by Mickey Grant and Vinette Carroll, which closed during its out-of-town tryout in Philadelphia and unfortunately never made it to Broadway. The three Mickey Grant songs you heard were It's Lonely, performed by Debbie Allen, Consider, sung by the Black Queen, Paula Kelly, and the real-life twins Clinton Derricks Carroll and Cleavon Derricks as Tweedledum and Tweedledee in Working for the Man. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back to a pre-recorded interview with my guest today on Anything Goes, composer-lyricist Mickey Grant. Did Steve Schwartz approach you about writing songs for working the musical based on Studs Terkel's novel? Yes, he did. And this is early on into the project, right? Yeah, actually, they had been working on it. And uh, the way he told me um, was that, uh, well, when he first started working on it, he really realized uh, with a kind of subject matter and so varied and so many people from so many walks of life that it would be the kind of project that maybe one person shouldn't, you know, tackle. Do alone, yeah. Right. Because, as you know, it's based on a series of interviews. And there's a whole style and way of talking mm-hmm. that uh, some people are not don't hear that much, yeah, you know, the it. idioms and, and what have you. And to make it authentic, because what I think what we all tried to do, all the writers involved, was to really use the person that we were dealing with, as much of them as possible, mm-hmm. and um, try to do lyrically, get as much of their actual words in, but still do it, you know, with, with certain craftsmanship. Uh, lyrically, but uh, use as much of, of the actual person as possible. Did you get a chance to speak with the people that you were writing with at all? That, uh, the, in Chicago, uh-huh. uh, I met the real Levinel. You did? Uh, and he loved the fact, what he loved what he did because he felt he could do it better than anybody else. I'm known from Peking to Hong Kong from the West Coast to the Pecos, <laughs> hiking cars is my game. In an automobile, I used to be a hell on wheels. And that's what earned me my name as 
ask anybody to tell you about loving how. Ask anybody, and anybody will tell you. There was a time when nobody could beat me doing what I do. Shot a ticket, slide under the wheel, and right off the bat, have it under control. Using one hand to spin her around without backing up, put her straight in the hole. People ask me how I do it. I tell them that there ain't nothing to it, cause I'm loving out the wizard. One swing out, that's me. Loving out is a wizard, so don't be surprised at what you see. One swing in, one swing out. Look out, brother, there he goes. Why can't I be a rich man with some big bucks in my jeans? I'd buy me a brand new cat and a 50-cent cigar because you can't smoke 10-cent stogies when you're riding in a rich man's car. Get out with that tuxedos are on And when I get in I can smell the cologne The music be up I'll be listening a while Sitting pretending it was my own I may sit longer than I should That's cause it feels so good to Love it out The wizard One swing out That's me Loving Al is a wizard So don't be surprised at what you see One swing in One swing out Look out. I had a customer once, tall as a smokestack. I sat down and it looked like I was sitting in the back. He said, you better pull that seat up, boy. I'm over six feet. I said, mister, I never move anybody's seat. Cause I'm loving how the wheels Wheels and me agree. Loving Al is a wizard. Steve also told me that he was sitting there and and and, and thinking that maybe you know like Mickey Grant. Thinking in his head, you know, how do I get a Mickey Grant kind of sound or Mickey Grant? He says, why don't I get Mickey Grant? You know, why am I sitting here doing it myself or trying to do it myself? For sure. It is harder, I think, for uh, a person like Steve to deal with the thoughts of the cleaning woman and the idiom. It is harder for him than it would be for me to deal with the other side. See, because we, we uh, move through all all, all avenues of life. In other words, a cleaning woman knows, uh, who goes to other people's homes to clean knows everything that goes on in that house, but they know nothing about what goes on in her house. What's right. that, you know? So it's much easier for me uh, to write songs that have nothing to do with a particular idiom or, or just have to do with a situation in life because everybody knows what it, pain feels like or heartache feels like. and. Uh, but not everybody knows what it feels like, uh, say, to never be called by your last name. Uh -huh. Wonderful. And some old kid has just seen you for the first time alive and calls you Annie or Sue, you know. Yeah. They don't really, 
experience those feelings. And my mother has done it for me when I was growing up. Uh, that helped us survive some of those times. Uh, when she would go, and I remember a time that uh, my father made her quit a particular place because a woman insisted she lived on the third floor and insisted my mother sit outside the window and wash her windows. And my mother left and said, you know, I don't wash windows in my own house. My husband wouldn't let me hang out. And my father told her, you never go back there again.
third number that you wrote in that show, If I Could Have Been, is got nothing to do with any right, particular... Right, so that's everybody. That's everybody. And, and in that book, at one point, everybody speaks of what he really would have liked to do. One guy says, you know, if I hadn't gotten married so soon, you uh -huh. know, if I hadn't gone to the army, or I really wanted a farm, you know, and, and he's doing construction work, but he really wanted to be a farmer. So we all, that's a, that's a universal thing. When you wrote that, you obviously did not mean that in any kind of self-pitying way. Uh, it was more, and I was sort of took that song to be a positive way of, even though it's with regret, nonetheless, yeah. it's still positive in the sense that, okay, I didn't do those things, but yeah, I But I know done, I could, I, I know I had it in me. If I could have been what I could have been, I could have been something. If what I could be had been left to be, I would have been something. A tower of strength, a center of power at ten bucks an hour.
This is Anything Goes. I'm your host, Paul Lazarus. You just heard songwriter Mickey Grant's three songs for Working, the musical adaptation of Studs Terkel's book. David Langston Smurl performed Loving Al. Clean and Women and If I Could Have Been were both sung by one of my absolute favorite performers, triple threat Lynn Thigpen, who could make any song sound great, let alone the talented work of Mickey Grant. You do some commercial work, and uh, <laughs> I've asked you to, to let me play Unguntine uh, commercial, which, mm-hmm. uh, which won you a Clio, which is the awards given to, to, for commercials. Yeah. And uh, I, wish, I think it's super. I mean, I th- <laughs> I think, I mean, I'm not exactly thrilled by commercials, but on the other hand, as a commercial, it's really very, very good. Yeah. And you had it recorded by Gladys Knight and the Pips. Yeah. Do, do you... Uh, it's, a, it's, it's its own thing, too, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess everything has a particular skill to it, whereas I wouldn't want to just make my living doing nothing but because uh, yeah. I have too many other things I want to say and do. Um, but it's kind of, if you do a couple of things and you say, wow, I did it, you know, and it worked, and it worked, uh, it's kind of fun. And oh, okay. uh, one can always use the bread, I tell you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can certainly understand that aspect of it. Gladys Knight and the Pips for Unguentine Aerosol. Mr. Burns is mean and he's bad and wrong. When your back is turned, he'll come on strong. Mr. Burns is a mean son up above, but unguentine aerosol contains burn-chilling benzocaine that lays a burst of cool on that suntan. All you gotta do is cool it cool with unguentine aerosol, cool it with unguentine aerosol, cool it, Let's talk a little bit about the show that's about to open, uh, which which had a, a short run at Amos Repertory, and it's called It's So Nice to be Civilized, and now is uh, fortunately coming to Broadway very soon. In fact, you go into rehearsal in, in less than a week, I think. That's right. It's about human survival, but more important, about the survival of humanness. You have strong feelings about the way uh, things are going these days, because, I mean, you play this wonderful song entitled who's going to teach the children, which we're going to play later. And it's obvious to me that you're not very thrilled about the way, especially maybe just America, if we can focus on America, the direction that it's heading, with the kind of that loss of humanity and and confusion that's... Yeah, I'm amazed uh, quite often. And um, somewhere, I I guess it comes with, with, with living and the more that you see and... And I guess my biggest disappointments really come from um, people. Situations don't disappoint me as much as um, mm-hmm. a disappointment in a person. But I, I'm, I'm amazed, and I'm amazed really it's what happened to the young people. There's, and uh, maybe it's because we don't see enough or hear enough about the, the others, but there's a, there's a callousness, and I think it's be- because of the world mm. and the situation. And the kids that day are born with well, this there's no uh, fantasy or amazement anymore. I doubt if people tell the kind of stories that they'll play. They don't play the games 
Not that we used to play. When kids used to play on the street and play games. There's a violence in the society and where you would be appalled when I was growing up. I mean, if you saw somebody, if you saw a fight, just really a fist fight or something on the street, it was like you'd get this catch in your stomach because it was violence, somebody putting, you know, heaping violence on mm -hmm. someone else. And the way the kids grow up with it today, it's like nothing, and that's very frightening to me. It's very frightening to me. Now the moon's become old hat. We've gotta get to Mars. And after building bigger highways for our bigger motor cars, they tell us now to slow down while we hurry up and learn how to find more energy so there'll be more to burn. And who's gonna teach the children how to sing? While you're busy doing your number And I'm out doing my thing Who's gonna teach the children how to sing? You can ride life's escalator Up and down on pills While contemplating from your corner An entire nation's ills but who will tell the ten-year-old what life is all about? While one generation dropped the bomb, another one dropped out. Now who's gonna teach the children how to sing? While you're busy doing your number, and I'm out doing my thing. Daddy's an achiever and he's busy on the climb. Mama's liberated and it takes up all her time. Grandma's a youngish widow and she's got a heavy date. Where's that babysitter? She's a good ten minutes late But can the babysitter teach them how to sing? While daddy's out doing his number And mama's out doing her thing Who's gonna teach the children? Who will teach our children? Who's gonna teach the children how to see? Listening to the conclusion of a two-part look at the career of composer-lyricist Mickey Grant, associate producer Jeff London. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. 
Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.